T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. All right, hour number two, John Dickinson and Alan Stiles, 888-957-9570. The phone number to give us a call or shoot us a text. Join the conversation. Xfinity Mobile text line as well as we're with you until 6 o'clock. We'll get you up to Warriors Live here on 95.7 The Game. Warriors and the Utah Jazz going at it tonight. And uh, another opportunity for the Dubs to to get a win and, and continue to show the urgency that they have to this point on the homestand, although they're going to have to do it more shorthanded than they've been uh, as Andrew Riggins remains out and Clay Thompson also second of a back-to-back is is not going to play tonight. So the Warriors are going to they're going to have to do it if they're going to do it uh, with uh, another starter out and somebody subbing in, uh, whether it's Kaminga or Moody to to that rotation. Yeah, and I'm looking here, JD, for whatever it's worth. The Jazz are the nine seed right now, with the Warriors being the ten seed. The Jazz, the game, yeah, Jazz. Four and a half games back from the Nuggets. The Warriors six games back. They're 19 and 17. The Warriors are 17 and 18. And it's also, I believe, the final time of three that the Warriors and Jazz meet this season. There's mm. a couple of teams in the West that you only play three times. The Jazz are one of those. I think the Warriors only make the one trip to Salt Lake City, the game that they they tricked away three weeks ago tonight uh, when they had the four-point lead with, what, 13.3 seconds to go. So it becomes it becomes a tiebreaker game if you're into that sort of thing. That, that was the reason... Because there'll only be three, so there w- won't be a split. Right, and that was the reason, and I know... Ultimately, the the training staff, nobody else cares about this. But that was one of the reasons I thought there was a chance Clay might play. And I know, I know, it's the it's the doubleheader, and we don't know when it's going to happen. Yeah, but not that after thirty eight minutes. That that was the reason, just because you know Clay wanted to get his get back on that on that game, but not going to happen. Going to have to get some some more Ty Jerome threes, some more Anthony Lamb threes. Somebody's going to have to score and, and make sure that the Warriors stay on the right track here. I did want to talk about, you know, that top rotation, J.D., when you look at the five starters. Sure. And then the seven, obviously, would be DiVincenzo and Jordan Poole. I guess Kaminga would be your eighth. And if I'm not mistaken, the Warriors at times ran out as much as many as nine during the finals last year. Yeah. Ultimately, the big miss here so far, and, I, and I'll say this again, this, is, this goes to show how good Jokic was last season. Because Jermichael Green was getting legitimate minutes on the Nuggets last year. 
And Jermichael Green, I don't know what is not clicking for him, injured, things like that. That's the miss right now. That's the miss. When you look at, okay, GP2 is gone. Otto Porter Jr. is gone. Bielitz is gone. You weren't, B, GP2 was the most irreplaceable. We get that. Otto Porter Jr., I know he had a, a bunch of offensive rebounds. He's hit some timely threes. I get that. But with DiVincenzo, I think, okay, you might not get the whole GP2 experience, but he's doing a good bit of it, right, as of late. Then you also have Kaminga, who I think is going to start to come into his own. The big miss here is what I think everyone felt, and not to, not to say that he can't come around, the big, the big idea of what Jermichael Green would be to this team. And it's just been a miss so far. Yeah, they, they thought he would be, I think, closer to, in a different way, the production that, that maybe Otto Porter gave. Right. Different right. players, uh, a little older mm-hmm. is is Jermichael Green and not as good a shooter. So I think, you know, I'm not sure that the Warriors really... I think they believe they would get more. I think they probably knew that they weren't going to get what they got out of Otto Porter. Mm -hmm. I I think they thought in signing DiVincenzo that he wouldn't give them exactly what they had from Gary Payton II because Gary Payton II is unique. And I've I've mentioned this a couple of times. I, I think the way they've tried to use Kaminga has been... A little GP two, yeah, right. You know, hey, here's here is you're going to guard this player. Go hound him. Mm-hmm. Just go go get on him. Go go try and take him out of the game. You don't have to really think. You just you're just going to use your athleticism and your ability. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about your rotation and all and all this other stuff as far as where you have to be. If the if the ball starts moving, just we're going to put you on a guy who has the ball a lot, and we're going to let you guard him and get into him, and 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 we really think you can bother him doing that. He did that down the stretch against against Lamelo Ball. He's mm-hmm. been on primary ball handlers a lot. That's what the Warriors would do with with Gary Payton the second, and I think offensively they've they've tried to stick him closer to the basket, which right. is what they would do with Gary Payton a second. Now, he had the ability to drift to a corner and knock down a three if you, if you left him open. I, I still think, you know, teams are probably going to try to make Kaminga hit it from the outside, mm-hmm. but, but I think you, you look at last night. What was It was all dunks and drives right. for, for Kaminga last night. It wasn't him looking for his offense. <laughs> Out there trying to get after. Well, he did have the nice floater. He did at, have at the, the floater. End. That was a nice. That was a nice play, and it was a key key point in the game. I just. But what were you thinking when the floater went up? No, I thought it was. I thought it was. He was in rhythm, and it was yeah. a good move. Like yeah. it fit. But mm-hmm. but making that, the you know that's fine if it's part of your game here and there when you're rolling mm-hmm. and everything else is going well. Just don't make that the primary thing that you're trying to do. Right. And you and you'll be fine. So yeah. I mean, yeah. It, to me, it was. Like the big takeaway on Kaminga last night was you saw the dog, like you saw like the the rebound, the rip away steal. That was a different level of I'm not going to be denied. I mean, almost in a way looked a little bit like I know people said Iguodala, but to me, almost looked a little bit like Draymond last it, with the in, with the intensity. And that's what he is right now. I think you could find you know he he is. Uh, I guess silly putty in a way and you can mold him into different things on any given day and ultimately the Warriors are hoping he could be a combination of all these guys when it's all said and done and then that ceiling that we've talked about for so long he could get pretty darn close to it these were the five main plays they got the rip away steal from PJ Washington the traffic rebound over Plumlee he gets available for that dunk with, with Poole when he got by him 
uh, or I think that might have been later, the floater in the ISO versus Hayward. Then he cut for another open dunk. So that that was what caused Draymond, you know, a, a pretty, obviously Draymond was hyped up, but Draymond pushed him pretty hard, you know, to let him know, you did your thing, young fella. And that, that went viral as well. So look, I think that the vibes, if we're, if we're doing a, we do a panic meter, right, for Bonte, sometimes you got to do a vibe meter. And I think the vibe meter at the beginning of the season was in a great spot. Then when we all know what happened, when that went down, the vibe meter went into a terrible spot. It's tried to get back. There have been some moments, you know, it's popped up against the Celtics. It popped up again against the Grizzlies. It was down really low on that trip. Steph goes down. So the vibe meter is starting to climb back to a place where we would like it to be, J.D. Well, and I think the big reason why, and this is why we're talking about this, John Dickinson, Allen Styles here on 95.7 The Game in for Damon and Brado, 888-957-9570. The reason we're getting into this is because and it keeps coming back to me one word, urgency. Mm-hmm. There's urgency. Jonathan Kaminga played that game like he knew if the Warriors didn't win against Charlotte that it would completely undo everything that they did against Memphis and put them right back where they were with two games off the board and six games to go in the homestand right back before they before they even got home. Mm-hmm. At that point, you're right back to Brooklyn and New York and getting blown out and one and five. You're right back to the position you were when you got on that flight, leaving New York and coming back home. And, and, that, and to me, th- th- that is a tone that has been set by the veteran players. But to see a young player accept that challenge, I mean, that was in a way. And look, he's still got a keep doing it and and Kaminga's been somebody that you know once he does it for a few games I think there's been a little bit of a let up which is why as we talked about in the first hour Steve Kerr's had to pull the reins back and say hey you're not going to play as much if you're not if you're going to focus on these things and these things and not bring energy then you're not going to play and so it's I think always going to be a fine line like I know a lot of people are are quick right now to say oh Kaminga's in we had Anthony Slater on yesterday when when Larry was in and 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 Slater said no Kaminga's Kaminga's firmly entrenched in the in the in the Warriors rotation. And I think yeah, for now he is, but that is contingent on him continuing to play like he did in that game last night. Well, and I think the reason people like Anthony Slater feel like this, JD, is because, all right, well, I love high school sports. And if you look at high school sports, you got your freshman year, your sophomore year, your junior year, your senior year. To me, this is Kaminga's sophomore year. And as a sophomore on varsity, Sure, some sophomores might be ballers, but a lot of them, you're just filling a role. So as the sophomore on the varsity team, that's what Kaminga essentially is, he needed a role. And at the beginning of the season, he didn't have a role, right? They didn't know, okay, short offseason, what work did you do? What are you coming in looking like? He, he, he wasn't sure where, what he wanted to do, who he wanted to be, who they wanted him to be. Even in the playoffs last year when he started that game in Memphis and they got their doors blown off and he didn't know what to do offensively because, like you said, they were allowing him to shoot that, hey, go ahead, we're not going to guard you, you know, anywhere from that that's not close to the basket. So I think that now, in his sophomore year, hey, you have a role as the sophomore on the team. We're going to need more from you than we did as a, as a freshman, but this isn't, you know, just run around and, and do whatever you want. Your job is to come in, lock up on D, and take what the defense gives you on offense. If you move around enough, you are athletic enough that you will get opportunities. But you are not necessarily 3 and D because the three ball is not there yet. You are a D guy. We're going to 
pseudo put you in that dunker spot and yeah. offensively the game is going to come to you. So now I think that's why people feel confident that he's going to hold down this role because he has a role and I don't think he had a role at the beginning of the season. No, and and I think you know James Wiseman coming along is is also something to look at as far as, you know, he got his first two shots last night thrown, mm-hmm. blocked right back at his face. Right. And he ends up four or five and and he Again, played competently enough to be a plus one. I think that's a, a, a small step for James Wiseman you know, moving forward as far as doing the little things. I mean, that that to me, I mean, th- these guys becoming playable. And look, it's still fragile. Mm-hmm. It's still extremely fragile. They could ha- they could collectively not play well the next two games, and, right. and maybe the Warriors lose one of them. And this whole like, I think the whole season right now for the Warriors is is fragile. Like I, a I lot agree. a lot more than people think mm-hmm. as far as. And you know, we get a lot of the text line. A lot of people call it. It's like, what are you guys worried about? This team's fine as long as long as everybody's healthy. Doesn't matter what they could be forty and forty two. Doesn't matter. I'm not buying any of that. Like no. this team, at some point, if they make a run in the playoffs, we're going to look back and say in the regular season, at some point they showed us. And the worry that I would have right now for the Warriors is if they don't play well enough now in the next six, in the next eleven. Through January, the concern that I would have is maybe one more injury pops up and all of a sudden they say, you know what, we're just calling it off. Yeah. That doesn't mean trade everybody, but it just means, and we've seen them do it. Uh, you know what, we're going to focus on the, de- on, the, on the development of the young guys. And even that, I think, y- in a way, you, you wouldn't be fully comfortable doing because... We, you, know, you still have Steph and Clay and Draymond, right. and you almost owe it to them to right. try and be as good as you possibly can. You're still putting can. miles on them. You're still putting miles on them, and what, miles for nothing? The Warriors have been lucky in the sense, and, and, and this is the first year really, I think, and I think two years ago was a little bit this way, but Clay was, was not around. Mm-hmm. So it's, it is different. And, and, th- and this is the one thing I, I hope, because I think it, it makes the, it fascinating. There's been a couple like the Warriors have in some ways had had it easy in what their their decision has had to be for a particular season. Like last year it was clear. They were they, they didn't know what they had at the beginning, but it was 18 and 2, it was 30 and 9, it was 41 and 13. They were like, "Damn, this team can win a championship." Clay's coming back. Like by by January, it, you know, for me it was like middle of November, well, but by January yeah. everybody was like, "Hey, they can win it." And that was their acquisition too, Clay. Yeah, right. So they didn't have to be in that because they knew, all right, well we're acquire, we're reacquiring right. Clay, and they were banged up. So it, you know, down the stretch they didn't play as well. I think it was mm-hmm. twenty two and twenty six or whatever. I, I anyway, I, I think I got the math wrong. On that doesn't matter. The, the, they were they reached that point and then they didn't win as much. Here here's the here's the thing though. They they knew last year championship mm-hmm. two years ago. When they won 39 out of 72 and, and made the play and ended up losing, they knew they couldn't win a championship. Right. Like, that was a year where they, like, they knew they couldn't win it. The year before that, they were 15 and 50. They knew they couldn't win it. Right? It was an, Curry got hurt. It was over. Clay was already hurt. They had D'Angelo right. Like, it was done. Like, right. they knew. So, the, it was easy. The, the goal at that point was tank, basically. Right. And, and, you know, they, they didn't have to actively do it. Because they just were that bad. It was natural. And then the season got shut down, and they were one of, what, eight teams that didn't get invited to the bubble. Mm-hmm. Right? So it was easy. And they didn't want to go to the bubble. Right. So it was, anyway, so it was like, it was easy. They were off the hook. So very clear cut what the, what the deal was at that point, and everybody knew. And then before that, it was obviously championship or bust. You know, going back, Durant, 
pre-Durant. Then they were young and up and coming. So obviously you're trying to be as good as you possibly can before that. What I'm getting back to, though, Alan, is this is really the first year where the decision as to what to do hasn't been totally made for them. Mm-hmm. And and I you know they've they've got everybody but they're not playing well and some guys are in and out and they think they can win it but it looks like maybe they're not quite deep enough or good enough or the young players are far enough along and all of that but but to me it's like I hope I hope everybody stays healthy enough to where they have to fight for it. like I want to see them have to fight for it I don't want the Warriors to get the easy way out of well somebody got hurt and was done for the year and then we knew they couldn't win it so nothing mattered like I want all of this to continue to matter to the level that we've seen from their core star players that are active to where they're like, no, we gotta, if we're gonna win a title, we gotta start winning games now. I think that because of last year, I think I'd be more worried about that, JD, if they didn't win last year. When you have a repeat possibility, even the injury, even a future injury that we don't hope happens, anything that anything that happens as long as it's not season ending for any of the core pieces, I don't think they'll punt. It would, no, have, to, I, it would, it would have to be one of Draymond. I'm player just saying staff somebody gets hurt for the year. Yeah, I'm just saying somebody gets hurt. Like right. if any one of them done for the year, though. yeah, done yeah. for the year, done or done for a significant enough time to where right. you're not going to be good. Like mm-hmm. if Steph Curry wasn't coming back till March, we'd already be having that conversation. We would. We would be. Yeah. We would. The, the last. Three weeks would be about that, or two weeks, or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Ten days. I guess it's only been two weeks. Yeah, feels like it's been eight weeks. No, I. I it's only two weeks. Sheesh. I mean, it was two it's weeks ago long, tonight. It's it was two weeks ago tonight. He it's got been hurt. a long, a long couple weeks here. Been a long two weeks. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, Damon Arado were streaming on YouTube. Head to youtube.com slash 957 the game to watch us live and see what's going on in the studio. Hey, everybody. I can wave. Yeah. How's it going? Uh, you can. Like and subscribe uh, for all 95.7 The Game content on YouTube. Uh, you want to get a call in here? Yeah, let's do let's it. Do it. Let's go to Rich in Fremont on 95.7 The Game. Rich, you're on with J.D. and Allen here on a Wednesday. What's going on, buddy? Hey, Allen and J.D. Thanks for taking the call, guys. Um, you know, I, I think one of the things I did like about yesterday's game was that, you know, you look at Steve Kerr and you say to yourself, okay, here's a guy who... And stepped in, stepped up to the plate as far as being a coach and, and being the first-time coach of any NBA team. And, you know, you had whispers of people saying, well, you know, he's got Steph, he's got Clay, you know, then he had KD, so it was easy for him to coach those guys. But I saw something last night, in my opinion, that kind of puts him in a higher echelon as a coach because he coached up guys without his main players. And they managed, they managed to, to, to stretch out a win. Okay, we got to be honest, guys. That game could have went either way. Yep. And to, you know, coach up the younger guys and bring them to a level where now they're starting to show some resiliency, which is what we've been waiting for from this young core. Okay? And, and, and in my opinion, that's good coaching. Okay? So hats off to Steve. Thanks, guys. No, I, I think absolutely. He didn't have a choice. Like, there mm-hmm. were no other options. When, when you've got a certain amount of guys out... You know, it wasn't the question of why is Ty Jerome playing over Moody. They were both playing because they both had to play. It wasn't right. why is Lamb playing over Kaminga, even though they, you know, they both had to play. Everybody had to play. Wiseman had to play. Jermichael Green's out. Like, you, it, there's no other option yeah. at that point. Right. You, you can't. You can't sit there and say, "All right, well, 
if it wasn't for this, then that. And we, we've seen it, man. I mean, th- there have been guys that have been in good situations, and once those situations are taken away, they aren't they aren't the same person. And I think Steve Kerr. I mean, everybody has that. Whether it's your your dad, your mom, your uncle, your aunt, we all have some family member that ha- we've heard say. I mean, if I had those guys on my team, I could probably win a championship. Yeah, that's we, it. That's we've all we all we've all had them. It doesn't matter sure. who they are. It's like the guy that said he could score twenty two a night. That's right. That's right. Shout right. out text line. Shout out Xfinity Mobile, my beloved Xfinity Mobile text line. JD, I did want to get into a little bit of what we talked about before the break in about Wiseman. Sure. And one of the things that you had said is that Wiseman doesn't really know, you know, hasn't doesn't play well with the starters, right? We got the call, why did, why don't why don't you start Wiseman things like that? And I've always said this, JD. I know Wiseman has a long way to go. But I do think it's a little bit of a two-way street. And I do think that he hasn't shown enough promise for Steve Kerr or anybody to say, hey, and it is Steph Curry, don't get me wrong. Hey, let's try to get Wiseman in the mix more because that sentence sounds crazy. You know, a Steph contested three is probably, you're going to feel better about that than a lot of different things that Wiseman can do. But in just the idea of Wiseman playing with this team, I do think that there was a transition period that nobody really spoke about a lot in terms of, the Warriors had never played with an athletic big like this who could, who was seen to be uh, or possibly could be a focal point of an offense as well as a defense. Now, he's not there. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, but it, I'm curious if he was closer to there, how it would even look because they're not used to it. They're used to, you know, the, the center is, is basically the, the least important offensive player when it comes to shooting the basketball. There, there was a point, and, and Wiseman did for the most part a good job catching the ball last night, but there was a point last night where they did, it was a one time they actually hit him for a post-up and, and he lost, he couldn't handle it. He, he did lose it. And he lost the ball. And I remember making a note to myself for the post-game saying, well, that's why you don't post him up. And he's for all the people for that say who are, For all the people who said he's open, he's open, yeah, he's and open. He's and he's asking for it too. And he's been a lot of that it's no let's let's stick with the pick and roll lobs right let's stick with the and Kaminga found him twice I mean mm-hmm. that's Kaminga when he's willing to move the ball or or even take a little quick dribble and hand it off to somebody like he's done a little more of that but he found Kaminga I'm sorry Kaminga found Wiseman for two of his buckets just based on getting downhill and drawing two and and flipping it to him so I think yeah. that's you know to see those two have a connection I think is is a positive sign let's sneak in Joe in San Francisco here on the phones at 888 9570 what's going on joe hey guys uh happy new year um alan and jd i just re-watched the game right now and i was just cringing watching wiseman as you know he had two main runs in the second half and the first half second half he was a little better but but it should be a rare event for a seven-footer to get rejected he got blocked twice, twice yep. in the first in his first set. How does that happen? And I'm saying I know why it happens because he gets the ball so low, he crouches down like he's a little guard trying to protect against Lilliputians stealing the ball. He just it's like he's got no natural feel. At the end of the third quarter, when they're winding the clock down, they ran this play, Wiseman crashes to the rim and he crashes too deep. Under the rim the ball bounces a little over his head. It would have been an easy dunk. 
compare and contrast that. I know it's a different sport, but compare and contrast that against a guy like Brock Purdy, who you just see like has a natural sense and feel for the game. You know, he slide. You know, in Seattle, he slides with his left hand out. He can make his little subtle adjustments in his passes. I see none of that from Wiseman. How do you get blocked not once but twice? It. This should not happen, J.D. How does this happen? Well, you you laid it out, Joe, and, and thanks for the call because we're up against it. I mean, he brings a ball down. I mean, that's another reason why you don't want to post him up mm-hmm. necessarily. And, and and both of those times where he gets the rock, you're thinking, okay, there's action there, and you're like, oh gosh, like both. I mean, it's just he. You gotta you gotta go high with it. Mm-hmm. You gotta you, you gotta be forceful with it. I mean, that's that that's as simple as that. I mean, that's an adjustment I think he can make. And again, I do give him credit for finishing for the other five opportunities after that. I mean, that can be a little demoralizing when you get it when you're the biggest guy on the floor and you get your stuff thrown twice and it happened the first two times. I mean, I thought, oh boy, like is this going to be a rough night? And I, I thought he had a relatively decent night after that. It wasn't the game against Memphis, but he helped him a little bit last night. He yeah. didn't crush him. He helped him a little bit and he didn't crush him. Right, and I look, defensively, I thought that, because it's to the point now where so so. So many people talk about every little thing Wiseman does, and I'm, I find myself really just zeroing in on what he's doing. And look, he, he try, he's trying, man. He's doing the right things. He's moving his feet. He's trying to box out. So I, at least I'm going to give him an E for effort right now, J.D. All right, he's Alan Stiles. We'll continue that conversation. I'm John Dickinson, uh, 888-957-9570. A couple of phone calls to get to. Xfinity Mobile text line open as well as we are sponsored by calhope.org. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Damon and Ratto on 95.7 The Game. All right, welcome back. John Dickinson, Alan Stiles, 888-957-9570. Jake Brendel, 49ers starting center, going to join us coming up uh, at 4 o'clock. So we look forward to that here on 95.7 The Game. I'll, I'll throw this out on the air just real quick. I, I just mentioned it to, to Cam and, and to Grandy and, and, and to you, but I'll bring it out uh Five-ish p.m. flight on New Year's Eve to Las Vegas mm. uh, on an airline that's had some problems this week. How uh, how concerned should I be? You got to start googling Megabus. <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably have to leave at noon right. <laughs> to to get there by midnight. Yeah, that that's gonna be dicey, man. 
So already worried. So already worried because of how backed up I would be. And, and th- things have been. You All think right. anybody's canceling? You know, with no I, Derek Carr, maybe that'll help. I don't want to downplay. It. I mean, the, the flight is booked, but obviously there's been tens of thousands of people who've had flights booked. Yeah, that that haven't been able to make it. They're supposed to be caught up by. Friday and Saturday, I thought, but I guess it's gotten worse. But we'll anyway, see. I'm not panicking about it yet. Famous last words. Yeah, but yeah. So yeah, that's that's Saturday and Monday. But I keep getting all these text messages. Like, Have you heard about that? It's like, yeah, I've heard. But about then, it. if there are any issues, I've heard about right? it, and I have full confidence. Oh, now I totally screwed it up. But this is what you do: if there are any issues, you talk to Nahegan. You get you a Porsche because you got to save time. Get that car deal. That's what I'm saying. All right, so you got options. It, it's finally tucked in the window of Warriors this week, and then be able to get to the airport, get there hopefully comfortably in time to enjoy the the new year in in Las Vegas, mm-hmm. and then obviously cover the game on Sunday and and enjoy another evening on New Year's night in Las Vegas, and then come back Monday morning plenty early, so yeah. everything's on time to come in here and and host this show on that day. There you go. Well, I'm doing. I'll be. You're on there, at 10? I'm at the morning. No, I'm in the morning oh, roast morning. slot. Oh, okay. So I'm going to be sitting here waiting to see if you pop in. Yeah. Well, maybe you can just <laughs> take four hours off and come back. Yeah, if it doesn't why work not? Out. Why so, not? Uh, anyway, I digress. Uh, 888-957-9570. You wanted to talk about Jordan Poole a little bit. I uh, did. As we dissect everything going on with the Warriors as they try and mm-hmm. build some momentum here, even shorthanded on this homestand. Yeah, I just think that, look. Jordan Poole is not perfect. I'm not here. I might sound like a Jordan Jordan Poole apologist and a poolologist, if you will, but I don't think I'm anything like that. I just think that I see him for who he is right now, not who he's going to be or anything like that. And I get it. They paid him a lot of money. He didn't play well at the beginning of the year. And his defense leaves a lot to be desired, if I'm putting it nicely. But some people were talking about possibly including him in in trade conversations. Some people just were saying that he is not worth the money. And to me, I just can't get past what I see him do when he's in a groove and, and say that he doesn't deserve that money, relatively speaking. When you look at the other guys that got paid the same amount of money, I think he's right there, right? We, we, we've we taken calls about Tyler Hero. We've taken calls about Anthony Simons. I, I understand... These guys, you know, on paper might have better stats, but these guys are being called on a lot more. Jordan Poole's in a situation where, you know, he's off the bench. He has to come in spurts. Then he's a starter. Those guys start. So I I think that the Jordan Poole slander to me has got to stop. I, I, I don't get I don't get the Jordan Poole slander at all besides defense. I get it. He's a liability on defense. Since when has anybody cared about defense? Yeah, so Well, so was Steph Curry so at 23. So was Steph. So I, I don't understand, man. I don't understand. To see what he did last night and understanding that they don't win any of these games without Jordan. You have to lock in Jordan Poole's offense if you're going to get a W. He's going to have to get at least 20, maybe 20 to 20. He had 24 last night. He's got to get over 20 points for these guys to win with Steph Curry out. I'm not saying he's perfect, but I do think that for some odd reason, he's been a bit of a target to at least 
the coalition of Twitter that I've seen or the, the coalition of dub nation that I've seen. And I do not get it because I think this kid is an absolute stud. I think you talk about the whoosh, whoosh, or whatever you do, JD. Well, he's got it. He's got <laughs> it. The, he's got, he's got, well, he's got the handle. He does. He boogies a little bit too much when sometimes he should just get to the hole. But I think that I'm not, I'm not saying he's the next Steph. Nobody would ever say that. But I think some people come down Jordan Poole's road a little hard. And you know what? Maybe it's because he's a bit of a pretty boy. I have no clue. But you need to stop it because the Warriors, they're going to need this offense all year. And if they didn't have this offense last year, you wouldn't have been at a parade, sir. You would not have been at a parade, miss. You wouldn't have been. So leave it be. He got paid what he got paid and I think that puts a target on you number one and and I know the money hasn't kicked in until next year but when you get paid at a level that's going to be you know an average value of 30 and a quarter million dollars mm-hmm. a year which again will kick in next year over the over the following four after this one it, it adds a different level of oh now you got to be this kind of player that kind of player yes in the long term potentially right the short term as the Warriors run it back like Joe Lacob said the Warriors just want him to be what he was last year, exactly. and maybe a little bit better, and you know, and be able to. And, and again, I've said this a lot, but the reason you pay Jordan Poole what you pay Jordan Poole is because you believe he can grow into being a super sixth man, but also because you know he can start for Clay fifteen times because that's built into your calendar likely mm-hmm. already because of the back to backs. And you know Steph's not playing every game, exactly. And, like you just know, like you know, Steph was playing every game; it was great. They gave him a couple off, but you knew at some point there was going to be something that kept Steph out of the lineup, and you just hope it's it's not you know more than a couple of weeks at worst, and you know hopefully that's what this winds up being. But Jordan Poole being able to step in to the Steph role and put up twenty five to thirty five points in a game is it's imperative to the Warriors having any shot to win any of these games. I mean, if they don't have Jordan Poole. Pack it in because he's you the one guy that last can. Year too. And, and it really doesn't matter if he's shooting it eighteen times or mm-hmm. twenty five times. Like somebody's got to take the shot. Like, yeah, who else with do you no want? Wiggins? I mean, it's him and Clay basically. Right. Who and some nights you, you don't even want Clay taking as many when he's missing. But right now, that's not necessarily the case. I I just don't understand what when you look at the options right now. Specifically to your point, JD, you have no other options rather than you rather Jordan Poole shoot or or or. Whatever, and I know Anthony Lamb and Ty Jerome have been hot, but come on now. Jordan Poole, what he does offensively, it's needed. It was needed last year, and it's needed this year. And 510 on the Xfinity Mobile text line, we hear you. Steph's defense is good, not great. We're talking about when Steph was 23, not yeah, now. It was Steph is then. a completely different player than he was defensively. He's stronger. He's all those types of things. He and was it, a bad and, defender and he, as a young player. Like, but we can say that. Exactly, and he would say too. Here's the kicker, J.D., this is not a Jordan Poole problem. This is a young player problem. Now, the other guys I'm going to name are legit superstars, and Jordan Poole's not there yet, but none of these young players play defense. John Morant, they complain about his defense. Luka, I know he just dropped an absurd stat line last night, so he, again, it gets overshadowed, 60 points, 20, 20 rebounds. It was crazy. 
Luka doesn't play good defense. When James Harden was balling, James Harden didn't play good defense. None of these young players play good defense that are good offensively. You don't. That's typically not how it works because the young players that do play hard defensively, that's because they're not as skilled offensively. There are not very many young stars that are coming into the league that are saying, I really want to focus on my defense when they can score at will. That's not how it works. So you can trade him out, and I don't know enough about Tyler Hero. I'm willing to bet his defense isn't great either. It's right? Not. Uh, it's not because it's not a Jordan Poole issue. It's a young player issue. And yeah. I believe... Young offensive-minded player. Young offensive-minded player. He got paid, and we get it. He's got to play both sides of the ball. But Jordan Poole got paid to make buckets, yeah. not to take charges, all right? That's absolutely true. He got paid to, to help keep the Warriors afloat in situations, frankly, like the one they're in right now, mm-hmm. where Steph is out and, and Clay is not playing or one or the other or both. Like you got to have somebody that that can fill it up. You got to have somebody that's going to be your primary mm-hmm. and and preferably be your primary scorer as your primary handler of the ball and right. they're able to do that with pool. Like Wiggins can score, but you don't necessarily want Wiggins being the guy that's your primary handler of it. You, exactly. He can be from time to time, but you want Wiggins to be getting his in the context uh, of the offense. It is a Warriors Wednesday here on 95.7 The Game, brought to you by SFO. Go to flysfo.com slash holidays for your chance to win $1,000 toward a nonstop flight from SFO today and presented by Friedman's Appliance, a trusted name since 1922. Visit Friedman'sAppliance.com today. John Dickinson and Alan Stiles here in for Damon and Ratto. 888-957-9570. Jake Brendel scheduled to appear. 49ers starting center at 4 o'clock. I don't want to get too fixated, Alan, on the text line, but I, I need your help with this one. Mm-hmm. Xfinity Mobile text line 707. Listening to everything we've talked about today on the show, 707 says, man, J.D. really hates Kaminga. <laughs> huh? What? I, I think that's a thing. I think, what? I, I don't know. Maybe it's not just from today. I think that, because I've seen that a couple of times. I think you got a Kaminga no, agenda. No. You got a Kaminga agenda. No, no. I think he's pretty good. <laughs> All right. I, I just, I mean, I, there's no Kaminga agenda. It's just, he's got to bring, it's, it's, he's got to bring energy and play the way he has. He, he's got to play doing the little things. That's his key to being an effective part of this team. I don't, at this point, really care about what he's going to become or baby Giannis or all the Kawhi, all this stuff. Like, that ain't important this year because it ain't happening this Mm -hmm. year. Like, you know, and that gets back to kind of the theme of the show, which is it's about this year. Like, everything is about this year. Like, and, and we can get into the ceilings for all these young players, Mm -hmm. but the reality is what's most important for the Warriors is can those three players, Kaminga, Wiseman, and Moody, or one of them or two of them or whatever, but can all three of them get to a point by the end of the year where they're all effective rotation players? Like, that's the most important thing. Can they be effective in, just using last night as an example, can they be effective in 22, 13, and 9-minute stretches? That's that's the most important thing mm-hmm. right now. It's not about 2025. And I'm not saying you got to get rid of anybody if if they can't be, but that's what the Warriors need right now to allow them the best opportunity to contend for a championship come April, May, and June. Exactly. And when you look at 
everything that the Warriors have rolling right now, like we said, we don't know that they're going to be pieces. Maybe even early on in the playoffs, like we said, Kaminga got some time early in the playoffs. We don't know what they're going to be in the playoffs, but they have to do enough to keep everybody, to keep this team above water in order to get there. We trust the top seven. We, we're we starting to trust the top eight if you throw Kaminga in there, but everything has to start to click now in order for the Warriors to be in that position, which is why whatever whatever the, the youngins are right now, that's what matters. So we're not talking about whatever happens yeah. in the future. Whatever will be, will be, right? Well, so, it, if they can't fill roles now, then it, it doesn't mean they're not going to be good players later. Mm-hmm. But if they can't fill roles now, then that means if you think this team is still good enough without them, you know, but, but they are the weak links... To, to prevent you from getting over the top, then you have to look at making a move. And the only way you can really make a move is if they are one of the players that's included in a deal to make the move. And it, as we laid out earlier, it leaves you in some uncomfortable positions if you're the Warriors as to who you're giving up versus what you might be getting back. There's a right. lot of underwhelming potential options you know, it, when you start thinking about trading any of these guys for rental players or dudes that are over 30, frankly. Yeah, and, and, and names will start to come up. Names will start to come up no the, 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 soon, the closer we there get to the There have been a lot level. where I go, oh, that's a no-brainer. It, just, like, right. no Miles Turner, no Pirtle, even for me. Mm-hmm. Jay Crowder, I don't think, would get to the Warriors anyway, but he's too old to give up Kaminga or, I mean, really any of the three, yeah. frankly. Yeah. Uh, but, so, yeah. So, really, it's about what the kids are now and what they mean to this team now versus their potential and what they could mean to a version of this team in the future. What's more important? To me, JD, you know how I get down. Yeah, it's now for it, me. It, it, yeah. it's, it's, it's Steph Curry. It's yeah. about number 30. It's about, I, I, I don't care about what the future looks like personally, because all I know is that it's probably not going to include another version of the best whatever of all time. We were talking about it before the show with, with with Matt, our boss. I mean, they got one more year of this, maybe two, mm-hmm. with Steph in the in the full prime, like this season, next year. We'll see. Maybe it continues to get ex- extended, but we're not at the point where we can expect three years from now Steph to still be at this level. Like it may happen, but but we can't expect it. No. So it's one year, maybe two. Clay's contract's going to be up. There's already the rumors about maybe he's looking elsewhere. We know the Draymond situation. Like it's not. Like this is, this thing is coming to and an not, end. And nothing lasts forever. And that's okay. Yeah. But it it is coming to an end. Eight 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 nine five seven nine five seven. Let's sneak in Robin in in San Francisco. Hey Robin, I'm not actually I'm not sneaking you in, Robin. We got plenty of time. <laughs> we got plenty of time for you. I, I misread the clock, Robin. That's okay. Hey, hey, listen. Hey, listen, you guys. I, I hope I have not out lied about this. I had to ask the producer to try when I got in the car. You guys were talking about George Poole. And thanks for taking up for him because, um, you know, in terms of defense, tell me if I'm wrong, but the boy was trying last night. He just has a problem standing in front of people. True. And then also, you know, he's not, yeah, and he's just not physically built, you know, to, to be, you know, have that strength you have to be, that type of, uh, I think, you know, own the ball defender is that people seem to want to judge him for. He was making an effort. He was trying to get rebounds. I have seen him make an effort, whether it's all out or not. Um, are my eyes deceiving me? And then also, Kaminga did great, but let's not forget about those assists 
that Jordan Poole. I, that, now, the way he played last night, aside, it's his floor game. Aside from the shooting, it's his floor game. To me, that was pretty much on point last night. Setting players up, dishing it up. I mean, am I wrong, you guys? And then the last thing I want to say is this. They complaining about this boy getting paid coming off the bench, but they ain't got nothing to say about Andre Iguodala's pimping uh, uh, since 2019. Like my son say, end up pimping, don't stop. Peace out, you guys. Thanks, Robin. You know what? We talked about that, too. Go it's ahead. about that time. Andre Iguodala, where you at? Are we just supposed to ignore this? Ignore hey, what? I mean, the Warriors are getting exactly what they asked for, and, and I guess that's all they wanted. But don't come, don't, don't say out loud, don't say out loud. Oh, I'm not Udonis Haslam. When you are Udonis Haslam, well, well I, yes, yes, and no. I mean, he's Udonis Haslam now, but I do think the Warriors. And I think Damon Arado had uh, when they had Kerr on, Coach mm-hmm. Kerr, a couple of weeks ago. They asked him, and and. Steve was joking about it a little bit, but he wasn't being rude, but he was kind of like, yeah, just stop asking about it. Yeah. Like, it's just, you know, maybe in the playoffs, maybe toward the end of the year, whatever. I do think the Warriors believe he can help them. I don't think it's totally a Haslam. I think they want him to play. But the the irony in the whole thing is, (laughs) if the Warriors don't start winning games, they may not be, and I I say this a little tongue-in-cheek, but they may not be good enough to where it's worth Andre Godala's time to even play. I mean, he's done it before. That's how the Grizzlies. Well, and I'm joking because right. obviously it would be a it would be a yes, yes, he wouldn't. But a decision by everybody. That is the origin story of the Grizzlies rivalry. So he's done it before. Right. Yeah, here's the here's the cut from it was two weeks ago today, I guess, or two weeks ago that Kerr was on with the guys. Uh, here here's that sequence. He's going to play at some point, but we just don't have a date. I mean, the, the whole point is we just want him healthy in the playoffs. And uh, he's he's working every day with our training staff. He's getting shots up. So the answer is yes. Just stop asking, and at some point he'll be back out on the floor, and then we can talk about him then. There you go. So March, maybe? I would take that as don't ask about him until March. I'm not going to ask and about he may him just a, And he may just appear right before then. And if he does, then... We're all you know so what? grateful to be graced with Andrea Godala's presence. You know, you know what it reminds me of that that clip from a couple years. I mean, this might be five years ago now when Carmelo Anthony. I think he's in the Garden and he gets the ball off the. You know, it gets hit out of bounds and he takes a pump fake like he's going to shoot and he hasn't played in years. Okay. That's Andrea Godala on the Warriors every day. We're waiting. It's just a pump fake. You'd think at some point you would want to get him in just to, to build some semblance of, of chemistry, but I, I think he's so trusted as being so smart that they feel they could plug him in with, like right now they could plug him in with Steph Clay, Draymond. But can I be honest? Wiggins. Do I like want those him? Four plus Do you him. want him plugged in? There's your, what, what, what would that be called? The, what would you call that? Not What five? That's not the Hamptons five? Or no. The, what would that five be called with Iguodala now? The over the hill five? One, two, three, Cancun. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, no. last year I did not love I did not love what I saw from Iguodala. Now it was very small sample size. He really helped him at the beginning. He I, really I'm, I'm helped talking him. about in the playoffs. To the, well, no, he was kind of shot in the playoffs. But he, he he got when I when he got in, I said, please he, get out. You know, honestly, one of the reasons why I think the Warriors are taking the approach, and I'm, I'm, I am being serious here. I'm not no, no more tongue in cheek on, mm-hmm. on this one, at least for a couple seconds. The I think part of the reason why the Warriors are doing it the way they're doing it with Iguodala this year 
was the fact that he was so good last year at the beginning and, and such a big part of them getting off to the 18-2 and two start and holding everything together and the glue and they really needed him. It was him with Porter and Peyton and Poole and you know everybody else. He was a big part of it. And I think they got and I think Steve Kerr even addressed this. They got so comfortable playing him because he was helping them so much that they that they played him too much, mm. and it effectively ended his season. Like it just you know he ended up injured and to a point where he couldn't really recover and be a factor. Even though I think they were hoping that he would. To your point on the playoffs, he wasn't really much much of a factor at that point on the floor. So I think they're saying, hey, we're not going to do that this year. We're just gonna we're gonna play a, a very little. And hope that we can get a lot out of you at the end and in the playoffs. And hell, it may not even just be the playoffs. It may be at the end and you know, second, third round, you know, second round, conference, final round, final round, you know, something like that. I just, if you get that far down, I, I don't, I don't care how long you've been playing. It, it would be, I just don't see them plugging somebody in in the second round of the playoffs. And, and no, here's the thing, but he JD, would be the one guy you could at least think about doing. Sure. And here's the thing, JD, and obviously we're we're just. We're throwing some jokes around here as far as Andre Iguodala is concerned. He is a Warriors legend. Do not get me wrong. But here's the thing. At the end of the day, the Warriors are not going to win a championship or lose a championship at this point because of Andre Iguodala. No. I don't believe. No. Although, so, I I mean, I'd never put him. I'd never put it past him helping him win one game somewhere, one or two games. No, sure. And you know what, so, you know what Max Kellerman thinks? At that point, thinks. you could say that. You know what Max yeah. Kellerman thinks? I want Iguodala. Yeah, we have that somewhere. I don't know. We probably do. <laughs> we probably do, but I don't, yeah. I don't have it. Uh, 888-957-9570. We got two hours down. Uh, we got a couple of hours to come. Let, let's go ahead and pause here. Uh, Jake Brendel scheduled to appear uh, on the program coming back. We got Warriors Live at 6, uh, as we are presented by Fremont Bank, full-service banking, no compromises. I want Iguodala. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend four point four hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.